So the potassium chloride goes through a process to remove the chloride salts, and it becomes potassium hydroxide when they introduce that. And that's what we use in our fertilizers. It doesn't have any of the bad effects that you're going to get with potassium chloride. Chloride is a chlorine. It's, it kills things. Everything that you use to sanitize things has chlorine in it. When you get into a pool and you smell that smell, that is chlorine getting rid of all the bad stuff that you don't want to be swimming in. Well, it, it also gets rid of the good stuff in your soils. It's going to kill, inoculate anything that it comes into contact with. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Welcome to today's episode, and thank you for tuning in to the Better Way to Farm podcast. Here at A Better Way to Farm, we spend our time helping growers increase yields and improve profits. Today, we are very lucky. We have a great friend of mine who I've known for many years, and uh, he brings us a wealth of experience in the fertilizer industry. And I'd like to welcome to today's episode, Mr. Jonathan Goddard. Jonathan, thanks for being with us. Yep, thanks for having me. So I'm going to dive right in here. Uh, they don't care what I have to say, but they're very interested in what you have to say. You've done this. Uh, basically, you were born into the in- industry. Is that correct? Yeah, my grandfather started the company in 1977. So my dad bought it in 96, and now we are part of the Conklin Company. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. So I'm literally going to hand you the microphone, Jonathan, and I just want you to talk about some of the quality aspects of the fertilizer that we market through A Better Way to Farm and talk to us about what separates the products that you build from some of the other products in the industry and why they'd want to take a look at those. So the products that we manufacture for Conklin, they're the highest grade products that you can buy. The owner of the company, Charles Herbster, uh, absolutely will not slack on any kind of quality that we bring in. I approached him years ago before before they owned us uh, about some cheaper things that we could be doing that, in my opinion, wouldn't have made that significant of a difference in the product. But his opinion was much different than mine. Anything that would degrade the product, <laughs> we were not going to do with Conklin. So we went with the food grade and and what we always went with the food grade. He just wouldn't let me go off of that. So quality to this company cannot be stressed any higher. Everything that they do is top notch or they don't do it. You can be assured of that with the company that we work with. So the, the largest difference in the products is the phosphoric acid that we use. That is what separates us from the pack, I guess I would say. The food grade phosphoric acid is just the most purified acid that you can get. That's the stuff that's in your, your Coca-Cola. That's in all of the products that you eat and drink. And that is what we are considering safe enough to put in our soils. Because at the end of the day, what goes into the soil goes into our food and goes into us. That's why we do this. It's safe soil technology is what we like to refer to it as. The better products that you can put into the soil, the better product that you're going to get out of it. The healthier soils that you're going to get, the more organic matter that you're going to build in your your soils, which is really what the whole goal of this whole thing is. So talk to us. You're using the purest phosphorus that is food grade. Typically, what does the majority of the industry use for a phosphorus source? So in fertilizer, they're using an ag grade, which is at least two steps below what we're using for our purified food grade acid. They make industrial grade, tech grade, which is one step down from ours. It's it's just one less purification process. Every time that they purify these acids, they're taking the filtered products, the, the poisons, the arsenic, the cadmium, the heavy metals that you don't want in there. They're not doing you any good in the soil. They're actually 
causing an adverse effect by tying up other nutrients. So every time that they filter this acid, that stuff that they filter out is going back into the products further up the line. You know, the, the things that they're selling you, the map, the DAP, uh, things that you're going to put on your field. You know, it's, instead of paying to get rid of the heavy metals and poisons, they can put it back in the products and sell it for a profit. It will be in New Orleans at the Commodity Classic, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. Stop by booth 1714 and see the crew from A Better Way to Farm. We would love to meet you there. Hey, mention that you heard it here and you'll get a free gift. See you at booth 1714. Interesting concept. So we filter it out, dump it back into something else, and then sell it anyway. So, Jonathan, we talked earlier. I was moving high potassium fertilizers long before everybody else was because I realized there was a need for potassium in that plant. And so we've always used a 318.18 or a 215.19.3 and pushed that. But talk to us about how important the right potassium is and talk to us about the difference in grades of potassium and how those impact yield. So potassium, it's a nutrient that's not as talked about as a phosphate. It's all derived from potassium chloride. It's the rock that uh, everybody puts down on their fields with their with their dries for the most part, unless you're requesting something that's purified like a myriad of potash or something like that, which costs more money. So the potassium chloride goes through a process to remove the chloride salts and it becomes potassium hydroxide when they introduce that. And that's what we use in our fertilizers. It doesn't have any of the bad effects that you're going to get with potassium chloride. Chloride is a chlorine. It's, it kills things. Everything that you use to sanitize things has chlorine in it. When you get into a pool and you smell that smell, that is chlorine getting rid of all the bad stuff that you don't want to be swimming in. Well, it, it also gets rid of the good stuff in your soils. It's going to kill, inoculate anything that it comes into contact with. That's not what you want when you're trying to build soil health. That's, that's a negative reaction. It's the same reason that a lot of guys use anhydrous, and some of them it's just the system that they use. But you can't kid yourself about knowing that it is killing all the microbials in your soils. Everything that it comes into contact with, it is sterilizing it. That's not what we're all about when we're trying to build our soils to grow healthy crops. I think those kinds of things that have been used as sterilizers have really created the need for cover crops and regenerative ag. And we're all for that regenerative ag. We're all for the cover crops. But what we're really all for is not doing something that creates that need. And so what you do, Jonathan, I appreciate because you build a product that actually helps the soil health as opposed to degrade it. Jonathan, I you cover a pretty broad spectrum. Talk to us about all the places that you ship fertilizer to out of your factory there in Red Oak. So we're based out of Red Oak, Iowa. We ship fertilizer all the way up into northern North Dakota, down to southern Texas. I mean, some of it has gone across the border, unbeknownst to me. I found out later. <laughs> we're not permitted to sell down into there. But anyways, it, it happened. So I guess we've been into Mexico a little bit. We go to eastern Illinois, western Colorado. That is kind of our range. We'd go anywhere that anybody wants to pay to ship it to, but it gets a little bit cost prohibitive when you're going over a thousand miles away. Well, I appreciate that. Jonathan, uh, you just helped me do a session here at the Fundamentals of Agronomy, and I'm always so grateful for when you show up because you bring so much to the table. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule today to do this podcast. Do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share with everybody here? The one thing that I would say is that we all know it's just a lot of refresher courses always helps everybody. Every time that you listen to something like this, every time that you go to a meeting, you may know what we're talking about, 
but sometimes it's not in the, the front of your mind. So the more things that you can do to learn or relearn for most of us is beneficial for the growing season. And, you know, we only get so many of those in our lives, so do what you can to make them the best. Amen. We're going to get about 45, maybe 50 chances if we're lucky. We'd like to get them all correct. Well, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. It's always an honor to have you be a part of our podcast and for us to be a little bitty part of your life. I want to encourage you that if you'd like more information on this, you can feel free to reach out with a phone call or a text at 641-919-1206. You can go over to the Facebook platform and find us there with 108,000 of your best friends and follow along. And you can reach us there with a direct message at any point in time. Also, I'd like to encourage you to swing by a betterwaytofarm.com and take a chance to fill out the profit calculator. And maybe you can pick up one out of the five points or something that will make you a little more money. Thanks again for tuning in, and we really hope you guys are having a better day. A better way to farm.com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.